Those are, of course, the dulcet tones of Andy singing Seven Nation Army when he thought no one else was listening. The song he comes up with when he's just trying to kill time. A song he just heard for the first time. And he loves it. It's not bad to Andy. It's so good. It's such a simple song. Welcome to my gorgeous son, the podcast where I, Rolly Bush, help my beautiful bad to the bone and uh actually uh bad rotting at, in at the bone level son andy bush who was recently shrunk by a shrink ray and has barely recovered his genetic content according to one doctor friend of mine is uh borderline evil we've made him bad we've made him sick and he's melting away his bones have been described as soft as a baby's ass and his organs have been described as uh, deeply, deeply affected by the process you put him through. Welcome, Andy. Hi, Dad. How's it going? Pretty I, good. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't read that part of the, uh, the that I was evil. My, my genes are evil. I have evil genes, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We put you through such a ringer that the doctor was worried about uh, what... Granted, he wasn't so much a doctor as a priest, and he was foreign, and he didn't fully understand what I said. But when I showed him the string gray, he called it evil, and then I told him he used it on you, and then he called you evil. Okay, so now that you've clarified, that makes a little more sense instead of speaking to an actual medical doctor who decides that genes are evil. But uh, yeah. Medical doctors are pricey. Yeah. They're pri- We're in Canada, though. Yeah, but they consider shrinking and unshrinking a cosmetic procedure, uh, so you have yes. to pay for that one. It's not it's not covered under oh hip. No, it's like an ingrown toenail or like dental work. Oh yeah, a shrink ray. Yeah. Why did you take me to a medical doctor? Why didn't you take me to like a scientist or something like that? Uh, I don't know, but that would have cost money too. Uh, but I took you to a free church. Yeah, a church. Oh, so you, I never, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty out of it at that point because yeah. of the side effects of the shrink ray. So I didn't exactly remember where we were going. Yeah. So you took me to just a church. Yeah, I didn't we go to we dragged anyway. the shrink ray in. We showed it to the priest. He was from away. He did. From away? <laughs> he was. Uh, you don't want to specify where he was from. And he anything. was deeply confused. Okay. But he was fairly certain what we were showing him. After I shrunk a Bible to thimble size, was evil. Yeah. I really hope people listen to these episodes in order. Otherwise, this is going to be baffling. Yeah, we're really getting into like the canon. We're building a world here. So I, I, I'm using the Netflix model, which is serialization over quality. Very true. If you got enough cliffhangers, it doesn't matter what happens in between them. Yeah, just as long as the beginning's really interesting, the, the end's really interesting, just put a bunch of garbage in the middle. It That's right. Matter. It's actually too much credit to give that to Netflix. I believe True Blood started that. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's true. And then Stranger Things just jumped on board, I think. Oh, baby. Nothing I like better than five minutes of interesting television at the end of a show, five minutes of solving that n- new cliffhanger at the beginning of a show, and then 23 to 400 minutes of characters biding their time (laughs) or the game of thrones version eight minute scenes that are metaphors that was you i I disagree i thought i thought the first couple seasons of of game of thrones was good i don't love characters next to a chessboard explaining which one of them's the knight and what's gonna happen to the pawn in this conversation no but do you get it that's them talking about war and stuff yeah that is war and sex 
And that is the sweet voice of our podcasting intern, fresh from the Ryerson program. I say fresh from, that's incorrect because he's still a student. It's Everardo Ramirez. What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I actually was just awarded uh, longest student ever to be in one single program at Ryerson. And so that plaque on that trophy was so big. It was very big. <laughs> yeah. uh, so big, they said they couldn't even hang it up in the halls. So. <laughs> okay. Wow. And it was very crudely carved in as if you made this. <laughs> well... I mean, I don't know. It, it appeared one day, and I'm honored nonetheless. Yeah. I like that it's called longest student and not longest tenured student. <laughs> That's what I, I thought that was weird, too. But you like, are a well, long man. <laughs> That's true. I'm the oldest, therefore the longest and tallest uh, student. Yeah. It's bas- that's basketball terminology. They don't yeah. call people tall anymore. They call them long. That's no, not tall true. is offensive. It's true. But I, I think it mostly means because it's like how tall you are to the top of your head doesn't really matter. It's like how tall are you to the tip of your fingers when you stretch out. Oh, so mm. you're like, he's a long man? Look yeah. at that long man. Look at the length on him, they say. Or they'll say yeah. he's got a big body. Oh, they say, well, look at the length makes sense. Because they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't say, look, look at the... What is it? You're not blocking shots <laughs> with the top of your head. That's what hands for, my friend. Now, that's what I said. Yeah, they all, they all rhyme now. They just speak in couplets. Yeah. Okay. There's always like the, reach. there's like the straight arrow basketball announcer who's like, he's got the ball, shot goes up, here's the stats. And then there's always the goofy announcer who's like the sidekick. And sometimes he says, oh, sometimes like if he shoots like a three-pointer, he'll be like, he shot that one from Anukshuk. Okay. <laughs> or like a city far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then sometimes he'll be like, razzle, dazzle, Mr. Mazzle. I'm the kook and you're the juke. Jukebox that is and play that song again, sweet Georgia Brown. He made a dunk. <laughs> That's like one guy. <laughs> and they're like three plays ahead now. He's still oh, yeah. going on. And the other guy's like, okay, and the score over. is this yeah, now. The game's yeah. over. <laughs> but I love it. My favorite thing in basketball is that other guy. Never sure of his qualifications. Usually a former player. Doesn't <laughs> oh, matter. But and, the former like players are... 60% of these guys are just insane. You know, certifiably insane. Car, bar, that's, that's too far for a shot in my day, but that guy made it. Three points. I've never watched a full basketball game in my life. In fact, I, I, the only full sports game I've ever watched was maybe like a hockey game. I've never watched a full sports game. But you've game. seen basketball scenes in I've movies. Seen, well, yes. And I've seen basketball on television, but I mean, I haven't really watched. I haven't sat down and go, Start oh, great, a basketball yeah. game. I'm going to watch it from beginning to end. I, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done You're that. treating it like a film, right, when you say it like that. Yeah, well, that's what it is, sort of, right? There's like, there's I treat like, basketball like, a, like shows. I got to watch it all. I'm going, I'm, right now, I'm in season three. Of, of basketball? It is white as hell, but the layups are sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'm binging You're it. watching every... Wait. Yeah, I'm watching all basketball. All uh, basketball? Like, from the beginning? Let me tell you right now. There is a quarrel over these peach baskets. <laughs> so we cut the bottoms out of them. He needs those for his peaches. But I'm on season three right now of televised basketball, and it's good. I like it. It's I love it. It's a lot of guys that you imagine probably went home to the mill... After they were done playing, big old white guys, and then uh, people smoking cigars inside the arenas, and uh, and the broadcasters are racists. Okay, what what were the, I don't remember like what were the teams back in the, like when Just anyone who wouldn't go to war. Okay, it was all it was all like war names. It was like the New York Generals and the Boston uh, Lieutenant Governors, and the uh, you know uh, the Minnesota. Um, uh, go get them, boys! Take Hitler downs. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch. So of that's what that's when it started. They started televising it during uh, World War Two. 
I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, whatever. Okay, a while ago. Yeah. Fine. All right. 50s. Yeah. 40s, 50s, 30s. 50s, when Hitler was still, still, still strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that Hitler just... World War II actually kept going to like 1953. Read. They won't tell you that in your history class. Yeah. But that's, they did. will tell you that on hitlerstillalive.com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's where I get all my news. And most of it, it has to be tangentially related to Hitler. So I don't know about a 10. My breadth of knowledge is narrow. But my knowledge of all things Hitler is deep. And some would say fabricated. Do you know who did 9-11? Who? Hitler. Of course he did. So that's what uh, that's Hitler's not dead.com says? Hitler's still, uh, yeah, that oh, one. Hitler's still, oh. Whatever I said, go to 11party.com. Le- type no. in Rick Roll. No, I'm not going to type in Rick Roll or 11party.com. That's a two old men fucking or something like that. Yeah, it's like three. Three. Maybe four. Maybe four. I can't remember. And sucking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't forget sucking. <laughs> How did that become a thing? Like lemon part, just a yeah. You know, someone you used to prank your friends. Be like, yo, I found this cool website, lemonparty.org. And then they'd be like, why it's did you org? show me it's this? It's an organization? <laughs> I think so. It's not, Is it? I think it's calm. I don't know. Maybe it's calm. Stop I don't trying know. to get so fancy. <laughs> Ev's always bragging that he knows different URL yeah, suffixes. <laughs> dot au he says well this is fun so andy how are you feeling how is your uh, genetic composition in your body overall i mean i don't feel evil so i'm i think i'm okay everything's no evil, fine be no my, evil. my organs are back to i think their normal size very weird to be shrunken and then have your organs bigger so it was very weird you, so you're eating a normal amount you seem fine yeah i seem okay i don't feel although i would like to go to maybe a scientist or a medical doctor at some point and oh, hopefully if wishes were fishes they'd swim in the sea yeah, that's true. That's what my oh, I was gonna say. That's what my dad used to say. But yeah, you're that's, goddamn right. It is. Yeah, it is true. My uh, my dad said that. Yeah. Uh, Ev, what's new with you? I have been uh, taking a lot of. Have you guys heard of nootropics? This is what uh, Joe Rogan. A lot of podcasters are into this. Joe Rogan, Pete Holmes. Uh, it's basically, I, I'm on this thing called brain gas. And it's like a nasal spray, kind of like allergies, but it goes directly to your brain, and it just kind of helps you think. Nice. And I haven't been um, um. clearer ever since. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it the kind of it's it's the kind of drug that makes you really calm and sympathetic whenever transphobes try to explain their position? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's what logical means, by the way. That's what- logical. Is, yeah. I, I looked it up in the dictionary. They changed it. Webster's changed it. Now logical means very sympathetic to racist <laughs> and bigoted views. Because rushing to conclusion is the worst thing a man can do. You're right. So Schick. You got Andy. Schick? Maybe you should take some it's the brain Schick razor gas. slogan. Oh, <laughs> you got you got to say some brain gas, Andy. It's yeah, like I mean, gasoline you know for your I, I, brain. I mean, I just drink coffee Turns or something. But yeah, I really should get into that. And oh, I think we should start making so st- bad for you. Is it? You gotta follow the Rogan uh, diet. No liquor. Yeah. No drugs. No coffee. Just, just brain just gas. Float in. Uh, <laughs> Kill yourself once a week. It's so cleansing. Yeah. And then he's resuscitated Flatliner's style, and he always brings something back. And what he brings back is a bit of evil. I haven't really watched a lot of Joe Rogan, but I mean, he's oh. he, he takes both sides, right? He, he really he takes, takes both, both sides. sides from the only right wingers he brings on his show. <laughs> he had Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 on there. Yeah, so he'll Talk bring for, in conspiracy yeah. theorists who have clearly gone mad also. <laughs> Three hours of Tom DeLonge being like, who? oh man, I know crazy stuff from the government. And he's like, and Joe Rogan's like, uh... Can you give us one example? He's like, no, nah, I can't tell you. Wow. <laughs> really? And that's three hours. And it's oh, riveting and smart. 
Anyway, check out Brain Gas. Okay, I'm going to check out Brain Gas. Well, yeah. I think we should get a sponsor at some point. I'd really love Brain to Gas. A Pow! I just shit my pants yeah. from Brain Gas. <laughs> Speaking of guests who will be pushed aside so we can talk about ourselves, <laughs> we have an insane guest here tonight. Now, I didn't know who to get. And then, lo and behold, I got a DM from this fella. Wow. He wrote me from Mexico. He is a fan of the podcast, and I'll be honest, I'm a fan of his films, at least the ones I've seen. So please welcome, are you from Mexico? Uh, around there, around it. <laughs> please welcome the, I know you'll believe me, acclaimed surrealist director, Chase. Alejandro Yodorowski. Yes, Chase, 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 Chase! Hello, boys, you're all boys, yes. to me. This is amazing being here with you in this space today. Wow. Thank you. You sound, I don't know if this is how I would have assumed. I am, I am a man of the world. Okay. So I pick up words, sentences, colloquialisms from the globe and use them where I travel. Oh, that sounds like a great get out of jail free card for mm. what's to come. <laughs> Very broad, you know, it's broad but specific. I love this. Mr. Yodorowsky, I gotta say. Uh, mm. I've only seen one. I've, I saw The Holy Mountain. Well, you yes. know what? You give our listener your, your uh, filmography. Well, I've only made uh, three movies uh, that I can remember. Wow. <laughs> a cowboy movie. Yes. There's a movie mm -hmm. about a mountain. Holy Mountain. A Holy Mountain. And there's a one I made recently. Uh, that one is quite forgettable. Even I haven't seen it. Oh, you didn't see it. <laughs> you didn't see the movie <laughs> you made. It is because I don't do that. You don't I, watch I'm not that movie. type of filmmaker. I make the movie. Don't I don't watch the movie. No, I, of course. Those are for you boys. Boys! Look at all the boys in this house. Wow. I'll, He's I'll true. We do it. have an abnormal number of boys today in the house. There's so many boys in the house. Those of us doing the podcast and then that collection of young boys <laughs> who are on a field trip to watch us. Yeah, so it's true. There's so many boys. Yeah, that's from St. Margaret's Catholic, Catholic School. They sent over some boys. Oh. Did this have anything to do with the priest that you brought me to? Or is this just something that's not I think this is unrelated. Oh, unrelated. Okay, fine. There's sure. a woman I'm seeing just who teaches it. out there. But okay. I'm not a big fan of religion, organized religion. You don't, yes, you're not a big fan of religion. But I am a huge fan of unorganized religion. Unorganized religion? <laughs> like, like, what's an example of unorganized religion? Uh, you know, Scientology, I believe. I, that's pretty organized. That's pretty organized. If you know what I know about it. Oh, oh, wow. It's the real lunatics running the asylum, eh? Uh, Scientology started deep in the Brazilian rainforest. Doesn't sound true. <laughs> well. Huh? Oh, he's raising his cup. Well, so. he raises his cup and he kind of tilts his head to the yeah, left. That's I mean, I, I believe it. You raise your cup and yeah. eyebrows and you tilt your head slightly to the left. It's your old uh, Mexican trick. Huh? <laughs> oh, it's a trick. We better make sure you're for sure Mexican. Yeah, let's just check. To tell you the truth, I'm actually Chilean. Oh, you're Chilean. Chile. I'm so sorry, uh, I got it wrong, and then you got you know, it. No, and I confirmed your. But you were nice, nice about it, and he didn't say anything. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so it's okay, only Chilean. because I move around. I'm a man of the globe. Yes, right. Yeah, you've spent some time in Mexico. I spent many times in Mexico. Oh, that sounds nice. Past times, future times. I believe it is about time now to delve into the boys, what it means to be a boy. This, Well, this is a great podcast yeah. for these uh, group of boys to see then. Absolutely, because masculinity is on the rise again. 
Yes. Oh, geez. I don't know if I like where this is going. <laughs> it's on the rise again. Yeah, again, you know. Was it on the decline? Okay. It was on the a steady decline only a few months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And now it's taking a, a steep rise again. And this makes you happy, Mr. Yodorovsky? I have been listening to a man named... Jordan Peterson. Okay. Do you know Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had him on a joke. Do you know Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, he's from here in this city. He lives here. He lives in a house made of steak decorated with (laughs) communist flags crossed out with spray paint. We should I should film a movie in that house. Yeah, that sounds right up your alley. Yeah, you could call it steakhouse or whatever the Chilean word is for that. Mm, The Chilean word for that is Yarmeche! Almost certainly <laughs> that not. That is definitely not. <laughs> I've never said this with such confidence to a native Chilean before, exactly. but I think you're wrong. Well, you go to Chile and tell me then. Okay, I'll go to Chile and tell you. I'll go to Run Chile. Chile. I'll call you back in Toronto when I'm in Chile. What brings you? Are you just in Toronto for our podcast or are you here for another reason? No, I am here for another reason. Uh, I have to go to the AGO. A friend of mine is doing an art exhibit at the AGO. Oh, that's cool. And I'm doing a speech about it. Wow, who's the friend? What's the exhibit? Do you know Faith Goldie? Okay. Her name is Faith Goldie. Faith Goldie is not an artist. She doesn't have an exhibit at the AGO. That's what, that that is the information that she shared with me. No. You came all this way from Chile to to go to the AGO and what she does it? I don't know who Faith Goldie is. Faith Goldie is that woman who like... a very progressive voice. She's got fired from Rebel Media for being too Nazi. How did you meet Faith Goldie? Because you know Faith Goldie. She had a, a direct messaged me. Oh, she DM'd she you. She DM'd yes. you. Through instant, Instagram. Okay. Instagram, yeah. And uh, she said, come. I said, okay. I'd never been to Toronto before. Yeah. So I thought I'd come. Wow. Oh. And she brought you to, she told you to go to the AGO. And she didn't bring me. I, it came of my own accord. I, I think she might be pranking you because she definitely doesn't have anything in the AGO. And I don't know. It doesn't seem like your politics are on the same level. So maybe she doesn't. I don't know how much we know about old Yodorowsky here. I can tell you anything you want to know about me. I feel like it, much of what you'll tell us is slander. <laughs> now, Alejandro Yodorowsky, I will. Uh, be, uh, some people might not know you from your '60s films, yes, '70s yes. films, but um, some people might know you from a documentary that came out in the last ten years yes. called Yodorowsky's Dune, yes. and it's a documentary about how you were almost the director of the movie Dune. Yes. I was the director of Dune. That's right, but it never got made. I have a book at my house. Right. You know, if you flip through it, you get an, a general idea of what the movie was. I mean, we made it. We just didn't go through the actual, uh, you know, the trials of tribulations like of shooting, shooting the movie. You didn't yeah, shoot yeah, it. Yeah. The no, part no. where it becomes a movie. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's the part that So you directed a okay. book. I, 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 yes. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. I should say that now. I've seen they show the book in the movie. It's a big ass book. Really cool. You met H.R. Geiger, yes. brought him out of the woodwork. He eventually worked on Alien. How do you feel? He worked on Alien and Aliens. Yeah. How do you feel about finding all these cool artists and then other directors took advantage of them? I feel betrayed. Okay. I feel angry, resentful, hate filled. Oh, yeah. You're standing up and you're vengeful. S- you're spiteful. <laughs> you're clenching your fists and you're, you're sweating. Rage, blood. I feel like blood. Yeah. You know when blood just sh- yeah. shoots through every fiber of your, the sinew of your body? Well, that's how you stay yeah. healthy, but yeah. <sighs> that's how I feel. Okay. You feel blood running through your body. I hate it. I can't believe they would do that to me. I gave them 
their careers. Why, why did they take you off the film? What happened? Uh, they said that I was too uh, good. They said you were too good. I don't believe Nah, you. they just said, they looked at me and said, your touch is too good, Alejandro. Let's get David Lynch to do it. Yeah, who did Let's get was... boy David Lynch. He, he was a boy. He was young, but you were young True. too, weren't you? Never. Okay. Never young. I try not to think about those years. The young years. I like my old years better. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you're it. a ripe old age now. How old are you now? 92. Wow. You're 92. Wow. Hey, you know. I'm sure Wikipedia would agree. I would I swear you were 91. I start around my 70s, you know, because it's art. Art is more important to me than age. Okay. That's true. R. Kelly did say age is nothing but a number. Oh, R. Kelly, right? And for the last time, stop quoting R. Kelly. <laughs> In he a positive way. Yeah, he did Robert it. Kelly, right? This is R? <laughs> I think so, yeah. That's what R stands for? Yeah. Well, listen, Mr. Yodorowsky, you work in film. My son has a new show. Yeah, I do. This I, I, is yeah. mind-blowing to me that you kept this from me for so long. Well, Dad, I mean, you never really asked about my life or my work. And That's you just not you, Well, because you just assumed that I was a failure. You yeah. just assumed because you wanted me to fail. I based that assumption on evidence. <laughs> yeah, but I actually have a show now. It's called Cavendish. I've seen yeah. it. I yeah. watched it with some of my aging PEI native friends. Oh, really? And they were furious. They were they were furious. According to them, you got a lot wrong. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily supposed to be an accurate representation. It's a little surreal, <gasps> I would say. Uh, it's not an accurate representation of Prince Edward Island, and I think that's what's what's happened. A lot of native Prince, Prince Edward Islanders are are, are not fans. Look, don't say, listen to them. Yes, thank you. You are not, you are an artist. You listen to your own artistic sensibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we might get canceled over it, but I mean, you never know, right? No. You never know. Hey, you get canceled. This is Canada. I'm sure they'll just hand you another show after you get canceled, right? That's how it works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes no. Most times, no. That's how it works everywhere else. You do yeah. a show, it gets canceled, they give you another show. Yeah. Well, you could go that route, or you could go the route of old Mike Bullard. <laughs> oh, a comedic genius he is. I know. Whoa, you're, you know wait, Alejandro Yodorowsky, you know and enjoy the work of Mike Bullard? I am going, you know my favorite episode of the Mike Bullard show is when Dennis Leary was on. Remember that? No, I don't. Dennis Leary was on the Mike Bullard show. Truly two wow. creative titans. <laughs> two, two comedic... Uh, Geniuses. Yeah. Speaking to the working man. Just waxing poetic. Wow. Were they what? just riffing like crazy? Oh. Was there like riffs going back and forth? I bet they had speed? a lot to say about fancy names for coffee. Oh, it was. And whether funny. that makes you gay. It does. They okay. concluded it does. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was fantastic. Did you see the Tom Green episode? Did you like that one where he took a, a dead raccoon and put it on Mike Bullard's desk and Mike Bullard threw up on air? Did. I, yeah, I love that. He vomited on air. One of the most surreal things wow. I've ever seen. In my yeah. Life. It, it was, was pretty surreal. I wanted to put it in a movie. That, uh, Tom, the dead raccoon thing. I wanted to put a dead raccoon in a movie. That'd be cool. I think you and Tom Green would be a fun pair. Tom Green, I don't know of this Tom Green. Well, he's the one who put the raccoon on the desk. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know he's... Mike Bullard, but not Tom Green? <laughs> of course! What can... I am so curious about what other Canadian exports you're familiar with. So far, it's just Jordan Peterson, Faith Goldie, and Mike Bullard. <laughs> oh, I love Canada. You pop out so many interesting characters, like, uh, 
Eh, who is the one? Uh, no, this is correct how long it's taking you. <laughs> who is the one? Uh, the old, uh, old Leslie Nielsen? Oh, that's a Leslie nice one. Nielsen he's is a Canadian. One. He's Canadian, That's yes. a change of pace. Yeah, yeah we Canadian. like him. Yeah. yeah. What's, because, a, what's your favorite Leslie Nielsen movie? Oh, I would have to say uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third. I was so sure you were going to say Mr. Magoo. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Magoo is... Was he's fun. a close second, yeah. but a close second to Naked Gun 33 and a third. I like that one. I like Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, oh, oh yes. Mel Brooks. Did Mel you ever meet Mel Brooks in your travels? I don't want to meet Mel Brooks. Well, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead, yeah. You think Mel Brooks is a hack? Wait, you is think Mel, Mel Brooks, Brooks is dead? dead? Yeah. What? I don't know. Is, is he dead? He actually so. might be alive. I think he's alive. <laughs> oh yeah, I think he's. I think he got canceled on Twitter recently. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, I think. I think he said something pretty like bad, and then he. He and got then canceled, got and then yeah, I'm sure he's and just it was like, torn this, up. This him. man's not a million years old. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe God. we let him. We, maybe we let him off the hook. See what I mean? Don't listen to Mel Brooks. Listen to people like. Jordan Peterson, Faith Gold. No, I These think, are characters. I think Mel Brooks was sort of in line with that brand of thinking for this one thing he said. Uh, fair enough. I think it was something just along the lines of people are offended too easily these days. Let everyone make their jokes. Probably what that means to Mel Brooks is like, what, are you going to come after me for making a real comb when I say comb the desert? He's like, no, Mel Brooks, you're safe. <laughs> you're allowed to make From your visual balls, puns. Right? That's right. Yes. I love that joke. As it was a, a good kid, joke. It was really funny. It was big. I just imagine the people actually having to make that giant comb. I was not a kid when that movie came no, out. No, you were I weren't. was still a grown man. Yeah. yeah and you it were... was very funny. <laughs> yeah, you're 92 years old. So I am, that's... I am very, very old. Very 92 years yeah. old. Yeah. I like Mel Brooks. He seems sweet. But you don't want to meet him. I, uh, no. He's you seen... like his movie. You like Spaceballs. I did. But again, I don't want to meet the, the artist. I want to enjoy the art, not the artist. You were ready to meet Faith Goldie. Uh, you know, you caught me in my own trap there, right? <laughs> I was wooed by her, uh, her her cold black shark eyes. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does have those. Those dead eyes just draw me in. Can I ask you actually a quick question now? Because you're Jace. here. Jace. You don't, do you like, you don't like to explain your imagery or do you like to explain your imagery? Oh. If there is one thing I like to do, it's over-explaining the imagery in my movies. Oh, okay. really? So you like, because a lot of directors are like, yes. look, uh, you know, I just let the art speak for itself. Because I have so many questions about the Holy Mountain. Oh, please, ask me anything. Mm. I can explain anything in great detail. In, in great detail. Just okay. For the oh. listeners at home, The Holy Mountain is a surrealist film from, I believe, the 60s, made by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Yes. And it's also the film that Andy watched during what I like to call his annoying stage. <laughs> oh, I call it that. Okay. It was when he was in his teen years, and he didn't want to talk to me because I wasn't into art, with a capital A. Ah. Just because I wanted to watch Fart Boy <laughs> by the Farrelly Brothers, and he wanted to watch The Holy, Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a genius film. I think even you will admit this, Alejandro Jodorowsky. What would you rather watch? Your own film, The Holy Mountain? Impenetrable, mm. surreal, yes. intel intellectual. Yes. Or Fart Boy. It's Greg Kinnear. He's back, and it's him. And a young Hayden Christensen as bro father, father and son who fart at the same time and then their fart connects like tails wrapping around each other and now they're stinky and they're stuck and they have to go to job interview after job interview as brought to you by the Fairley Brothers. And guess what? There's cum in their hair. What would you rather watch? Uh, Fairley Brothers did Dumb and Dumberer. 
More importantly, they did Stuck on You. <laughs> oh, Stuck on You, and they also did Kingpin. Did they oh. do Dumb and Dumber? Oh, yeah. they did I do... believe they did Dumb and Dumber, yes. No, no, yes. They, they didn't. They did Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, with the T.O. There's Dumb and Dumberer, right. and they were not part of Dumb and Dumberer. They wanted to let everyone know that oh. in the DVD commentary for Dumb and Dumber. I would have to say Fart Boy. You I've never seen the... it. Yeah. You, well, you haven't even watched your own films. You don't watch your own films. I haven't seen my own. I could, because I know. I know my own films. I don't know Fart Boy. This sounds so intriguing. It is really good. I think maybe they also did Shallow Hal. Greg Kinnear. They did do Shallow Hal. That was a rough one. I'm yeah. a huge fan of Greg Kinnear. He's great. He can yeah. be good. He can be bad. Is, is, uh, did they also do True Grit? No, no, no. Grit. Those are Cohen. Those are the Cohen. Oh, movies. yeah. Lebowski, they did yeah, oh, the Farrelly funny. brothers made the Big Lebowski. Oh, that movie was hilarious. It's what people don't—they don't tell you that the Cohen brothers is just a pen name for the Farrelly brothers when mm. they get serious. But when I think they the want f- to just silly it up, yeah, they go under the Farrelly brothers. Didn't they make Green Book too? Yeah, the Farrelly brothers <laughs> yeah, made Farrelly Green Book. No, I think they did. At least one of them did. Is that right? <laughs> one of the Farrelly brothers made Green Book. A so. single Farrelly. I think it's true. Maybe I think one, he won an Emmy for it. Maybe one of the Fairly Brothers is incredibly serious, but and he's the other just along one's for like, the ride. The other one's like yeah. a dog jerking off. You know, I will who say, for some reason please, gets fifty percent of most days, of their creative ideas. I directed ideas. movies with my brother. I still have not asked you a question about your movie because oh, this, I'm trying to find out the the opening scene where there's two naked women and yes. they're kind of like uh, bowing their heads and yes, this and man shaving their the head. man's shaving and he's in, he's in like a, what seems to be some sort of I guess like a uh, kind of a priest kind of costume or something like that or... Uh, yeah I mean it, um, if you know magic do you know the uh, the, the ability game magic? magic? Oh no, the ability, this magic, just general? magic. In yeah, general. I've heard yeah. of magic. He yes. is a magician. He's a okay, so he's a magician. That's right. Okay. And he's shaving and them. The two women are supposed to be his spells. You know, mm. he's making. He needs organic substance to make magic. Okay. Oh, so it's so not so much a symbol. It's just that's the plot. That's the whole plot. Yes. So you would would you say huh. your movie is actually not symbolic? It's it's just no, a plot it's very that we don't on understand. The nose. There's okay. nothing deep in it. I oh, it's just on wait. the nose. So it's a, a magician making some magic with two naked women. And then how do you explain the guy who is uh, very Jesus-like? Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he falls into the ground while all these naked boys throw rocks at yeah. him. That's just literally what... What? How, how does that connect with that last scene? Well, I mean, it doesn't... It, it, this is a montage of just different things that were going on in my mind. Oh, okay. So okay. there's no plot. It's just a random no, montage I mean, of things. Well, what, what is to look into a Jesus figure falling in a hole with a bunch of boys throwing rocks at him? I, I don't know. Pretty I self-explanatory. Pretty self-explanatory. Hey, so like, guy, I like this guy. When you made that, you'd be like, you know, be nuts is like, what if a guy kind of like Jesus fell in a hole and some kids threw rocks at him? I saw this guy. He looked like Jesus. Yeah. I saw all these boys. Yeah. A hole beside the boys. Yeah. I say, hey, Jesus guy, just jump in the hole. I say, boys, just throw rocks at them. It looked good, didn't it? It did. It did See, look good. that's I why thought... I, that's why I filmed it. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, so when there was that, that scene with uh, where all the people were lined up and they got shot and then birds flew out of their chest. Yes. Uh, instead of blood, it was birds. It was different colored blood. Yes. That's that just because it looked cool. It, it did looked look cool, cool, didn't it? It did look cool. Yes. That actually was uh, a symbol for just food. For food. So that for one was food. a symbol. That, that was one a symbol. was a symbol. This is where I pick specific things that are very far-reaching symbols. You take a very mm-hmm. long walk to connect what I meant to the visual. I see. Okay. And okay. what's with the guy's big hat? 
Yeah, what's with the big hat? The magician's big hat. This is the big question hat. we want to know. That was actually a symbol. Another symbol. Do you want to well, guess? Sounds like there's a lot there's of symbols. There's a lot of symbols. <laughs> so, yeah, is okay, it a symbol for he has a big head? Ooh. Oh, so he needed the big hat to fit on his big head. <laughs> you know that's, that. that's not quite that's how we think of symbolism. That was, that was a big... That was a big secret. <laughs> that was a big secret. You got that bang on. No one has ever got that. Well, I, I think it's because of this nootropic I've been taking brain gas. I am smarter. And yeah. this is just a student at Ryerson? He's he should be a professor. professor. May yeah, I say a I very said. mature student. Wow. He's way True. too old. I'm older than most of my professors. They are... Yeah, how old are you, Everardo? I'm uh, I'm 30, and my, most of my professors are about 24, 25. Yeah, Generation <laughs> Z professors. You look way oh, You look like a 40, 45. <laughs> well, thank you. That's uh, no, the that's nicest not thing anyone said a, about me. We do like to say in this household, Everardo gets way older by the day. Give him a day, he'll age a year. That's our saying for Everardo. I do have Jack disease, so. Yeah. Are you familiar with Francis Ford Coppola's Jack? Yes. One of my favorite movies. You like it? I just love the performance by Robbie Williams. Oh, yeah. I like hearing you say that name. Robbie Williams. Okay, change that It's different. Yeah. Robbie Rala. Oh, yeah. That's not even the name anymore. You know Robbie Willie? Yeah. Ribby yeah. Willie. You yeah. guys know Ribby Willie? He did the voice for Jenny uh, in Jenny uh, Alada. Alada. Yeah. I remember when Ribby... Are you having a stroke? I, I remember when Ribby Willie did the voice of Jenny in Alada. <laughs> what do you think of the genie? What do you think of the Will Smith genie? I was brought in by uh, the gentleman who directed the new uh, Alada movie. Who made... Who was it? Guy Ritchie. Uh, no. <laughs> Is it I think Guy Ritchie? So. Really? I don't know why I know. 100% is Guy Ritchie. What the is, fuck? That is no lie. What? So like, <laughs> no. the genie's going to be like, all right, Notch. All right, Guy Ritchie is directing Aladdin. You're right. I'm so it's blown insane. away by that. What? The great thing is Guy Ritchie is from India. Are people going to be like, oi, street rat. <laughs> yes. Give us a quid, you fuck. <laughs> Give us a fucking quid, Street Rat. You'll hands. never be fucking Prince Street Rat. You fuck. I'm fucking genie. You, you fuck. I've seen the early cut. There's tons of that in there. What's that guy's name? Vinny something? Who's always just a big fucking yeah. block of meat yes, in every uh, Guy Ritchie yeah, Vinny, movie? Uh, he used well, to they, play football. Vinny Jones or something? Vinny Jones! He's our boo. I bet he's our boo. Oh, I don't fucking kiss her, mate. It's you and me, mate. You fucking street rat. Jason Statham plays Aladdin. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. Where's he fucking lamp high off to rap? <laughs> He's very quiet, man. You yeah. ever notice? Yeah. That man never yelled. I love, I don't remember who plays it, but the voice of the uh, big tiger that comes out of the sand oh, to yes. open up the cave to find the lamp. And he's like, Oi, only the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Only the fucking diamond in the rough gets this fucking lap, bud. Notch, you're in it. In it, the fucking diamond in the rough who gets this fucking lap down the pub. I believe that was, uh, that was, uh, oh, god damn, what's his name? What, uh, uh, you know Russell Brand. Russell Brand! Russell Brand! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like when he's like, so there's an election day and everyone's going to vote for the new king. <laughs> and then he kind of makes, he's like, don't vote for anything. I have to say, that was an amazing Russell Brand impression. I Thank really you. Well, like I don't know. Brand. I just, I guess I'm just kind of a natural at this kind of thing. Are you good at impressions, Everardo? Um, well... I guess so. I can do a Marge. You know Marge? 
Yeah. Yes. Do we know Marge? You mean from the Simpsons? Do we know Marge? She's always like, Homer, <laughs> come have dinner. Oh my That's God. Marge. That's Marge always calling Homer <laughs> for yeah. dinner. Well, you know what, Alejandro Yodorowsky? That's my name. Don't wear it out. Everybody well, likes to scream and shout. That's the way we sing this song. Tell us if it's wrong. Everyone who wants to see, come along and join with me. Yodorowsky, Yodorowsky, that's Yod- how you make a film. Yodorowsky, Yodorowsky, that's how you make a film. If you want it, start with camera. Just kidding, start with book. <laughs> Dune or Holy Mountain, I don't know, but take a look. And come with me down this path. Don't, nope, don't tell your parents. Take your eye and take your nose and put together all the grows. What just happened? <laughs> what do you mean? This is that Chilean national amazing. anthem. Do you that like, was amazing. You've never heard the Chilean national anthem before? I guess not, no. It's a song that's mostly about Yodorowsky leading an unguarded child down a road to become a, a grove. Yes, it, they, it takes a lot of, there's a lot of information to unpack. You know, I've, I've written a few national anthems in my day. No. Yeah. For who? Name a nation. I've, I've written their anthem, I bet. Uh, the country of Sierra Leone. Yep, I wrote that. Okay. Um... Sierra Leone, now that you're here, you will stay for a long time. We'd love to have you check out the diamonds. Some of them are made with the bad way. <laughs> you put that in? Yep. Oh. That's cool that they let that slide. What about Croatia? Oh, I wrote the Croatian National Anthem for sure. Get out of here. You've probably heard of Yugoslavia. Well, it broke up not too long ago. It's the 90s now. We're not Serbia. We're the other one. Ah, that was so rocky. That's a very rocky sound. Oh, yeah. I recorded that with Billy Joel. Whoa. You've probably heard of Yugoslavia. Ooh, now, baby, it's a bunch of spots. (laughs) But we're the only country that knows, knows how to rock. Oh. Check out our beaches and our peaches. Croatia, the home of rock and roll. Whoa, you wrote that with Billy Joel? Yeah, I wrote that with Billy Joel. The piano man himself? That's right. He oh. plays piano and he goes, er, I go, bring it down, Billy. It's the only national anthem with a breakdown. And then he goes, now, now, now. He's like playing that. He's like running his elbow up and down the keys like little Richard. And at one point he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, break out. And then we, and then you hear a children's what chorus. What does he say? Breakout! Oh, the breakout part of the song. Yes, yeah. yes. And then, and then we wrap it up by going, uh, uh, from the seeds of tragedy grew a country. We call it Croatia, but we call it, we call it home. Oh. I think I actually heard that on the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, you would have, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, really nice. Billy Joel was not available, but they got a very convincing Billy Joel impersonator to uh, do him uh, from Vegas. That is beautiful. His name? Wow. Silly Joel. He does a lot of <laughs> Billy Joel covers, tributes, but they're all a bit sillier. Silly Joel. He wears those glasses where your eyeballs kind of <laughs> slinky yeah, out of the frame. Yes. Oh, I love that. Those. Yeah. What about the one with the arrow where it looks like it's going through your head? Yeah, the Steve Martin arrow hat. Yeah. He wears that for sure. And oh. he sort of switches the songs usually during his Vegas act. Like instead of Piano Man, he'll do like... Piano Dan. Dan. 
What about the one where he Sing says, us song, we didn't you're start the, the fire? Oh, he yeah. says, we did start the fire. Yeah, he says he we fully did. admits to starting it. Yeah, and then he'll sort of switch up the words that he says really fast. Yeah, it'd be Shaquille like, Pterodactyl, Billie Jean, everybody, yeah. Washington Sheen, everybody, Charlie Sheen, look everybody, at me, Martin Billie Sheen, Jean. yeah. Martin Sheen, yes. Badlands and Turtle Doves, everybody, rocking gloves. <laughs> did, 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 I see you. Oh, we didn't start the, the Sheeny. Yeah. <laughs> but we did start the fire burning. That's right. Oh, that's great. Silly Joe is the best. It's like an angel wrote this music. Well, before Andy goes, really quick, we're going to get to my favorite part of the podcast. Ooh. Mr. Yodorowsky, you're a fan, so you know this segment is... Who is the people in the everyday of your life? That's right. That's true. <laughs> and the answer to that is my son, my friend Everardo, and Alejandro Yodorowsky. And now we move past that, my favorite segment, into my least favorite segment, which is... Ev's trivia, or whatever he did instead of that this week. With your buddy Everardo, no one gonna know your name. Take it, <laughs> all Ev. All right. Uh, so this is not a trivia game, but it's a game that we can all kind of participate on. It's called Log Lines, and it kind of works out because we got two really great directors here. Oh, yes. Thank, um, you. Thank you so much. Anyway, so uh, what we'll do is we'll all kind of come up with our own log lines for a, a movie or a show and then like not the real log line make our own and then the, the other people guess what uh what movie we're talking about does that make sense what? so like i'll make a log line for a movie what the hell are you talking about <laughs> this is the correct response to this segment <laughs> you what this is, this is a very easy holy game. shit you made alejandro Yodorowsky so <laughs> mad and that the... boy's coming over god i swear if you don't explain yourself I'll okay so this basically boy. Basically, pitch a movie in, in like one sentence. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. I'll go first. Maybe this will be an ex- I'll, maybe an example. Yes, yes, sure. Up. Okay, so this is a logline for a movie. This is a movie. What movie is this? A guy finds an object that makes him annoying. The mask. Show how. Oh yeah, the mask. It actually is the mask. Hey! <laughs> See what oh, I mean? Like, yeah, so it's like a like not the real log line, like an alt log line, and we'll try to guess. Okay. Sure. Is that fun? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is the segment that we love to call "Is that fun?" Is this with fun? Everardo? <laughs> uh, is it something? Is it nothing? Is it fun? Is that fun with Everardo? Okay. So just to start off, I'll do another one, and then you guys guess. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. Okay. And then you guys do one. Okay. Okay, so this is another movie, a coming-of-age story about a girl whose mom is kind of a bitch. Uh, Jesus. Coming-of-age story. Coming-of-age, coming-of-age. Lady Bird. I'm going to go with Lady Bird. It is Lady Bird. Wow! I guess that's why you're a famous director. You're very good at I'll try one. I always started with a log line. That's how you started the movie. That's what I read Dingle in one line, website. And everything is based around that. I'll try one. Um, a hobbit <laughs> becomes Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit Part 2. That's correct. <laughs> hey, wow. you are good at this game too. Well, I did invent this game. I, maybe. You guys want to try one? Jace, all right. right. Uh, little man takes care of big... Plant. The little shop horse. Hey, of course. That's, That's nice. Good. That's yes. nice. I got one. I got another one. You got okay. A, okay, you got another one. A fella named Hal 
Uh, he's a bit more shallow than one would hope. <laughs> Until a miracle, and then he thinks, and then he changes. How 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's correct. Hey! That's correct. This is my favorite line from 2001 A Space Odyssey. He goes, Dave, how come when you did a cannonball into that pool, the splash was so big? Even though your body is so thin, Dave. That's my favorite. That's great. That's my favorite line from 2001: A Space Odyssey. I have to see this movie. Yeah, it sounds great. Everardo, give us one last one to close it out. Okay, one last one. Um, Let's see. Uh, A guy gets fucked by slime. Oh, Ghostbusters. No, I think Mm. this one. A little more modern. But he did, but you could argue that could Peter Redman got fucked by slime. <laughs> I uh, have to say, is this Green Book directed by one of the family members? <laughs> it's not Green Book. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to so think of this. It's not the best exotic marigold hotel. Uh, it's it could be, though. Maybe a guy gets got fucked, fucked by, by slime. slime. I'll give you guys a hint. It's a movie that has been uh, referenced several times on this podcast. What? And Maybe that's hard for Andy because he's never one? he's never listened to this. But yes, I don't listen to the podcast. Uh, flatliners. Mm, that's interesting. Is a metaphor for death. Fucked by slime is not mm. terrible. Oh, <laughs> I guess maybe he's not so much fucked by slime, but he makes out with slime. Oh, that's venom, baby. It's, oh, it's oh, venom. I was that's going right. to say flubber. Flubber that's, is a good story. Good venom, 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 better get him. Venom, venom, genom. Fuck you, Haley. <laughs> I gotta watch Venom. Everyone's talking, but it's like the best ironically bad movie or something. No, it's, it's just, just bad. It's, it's just bad. Yeah. It's uh, but Everardo yeah. loves it. <laughs> I like right. it. Evan and his friends back at Halifax are head over heels for fucking Venom. I see nothing wrong with any superhero movie that's ever been made. Everardo, All 300 you, of them. You have no pulse. Wow. I don't get it. People are always like, "There's too many superhero movies," but no one's ever like, "There's too many comedy movies." You know, it's this is another kind of movie. Come it's on. not a genre. Superheroes a subgenre. It's a subgenre. Oh it's in ta- they're ta- like they're very bad. You ones. know what we say? There's too many, we say there's too many superhero <laughs> movies, and then we also say there's too many Farrelly Brothers brand spoof movies. We also say that. It's true. That well, is they haven't made one in a true. while. I don't think that's Green true. Book is one. Uh, my favorite part in Green Book, Green Book is, is not that. My Green favorite. Book when Mahershala Ali puts that jizz in his hair. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what, Alejandro Jodorowsky, this has been illuminating, at times offensive. So, and this was just the intro, now we get rolling into the whole show? It honestly would not surprise me if Alejandro Jodorowsky somehow searched out podcasts that mention him, (laughs) and then we get a cease and desist. Well, yeah, my son certainly does that. Can I say something about Jodorowsky's Dune, your documentary? Please. You appear to be, or at least according to him, are friends with Nicholas Winding Refn. Yes. Not a cool guy in that documentary. Uh, yeah, no, he is a big weirdo. I, I feel like I need to pull out of that friendship. Yeah, he doesn't come across very... He, he seems like a bit of a hanger-on. Also, you know, I was really interested to see Drive, and then I saw it, and I was like, whoa, yawn alert, you know what I mean? I was you didn't like it? You didn't like it? You didn't like it? You don't like it when he beats the shit out of the guy in the elevator? No. I didn't also like when he drove. Your movie is called Drive. (laughs) How many times did he drive? Maybe two, three times. Oh, you didn't drive enough for you. I wanted nonstop driving. Oh, you wanted a movie about driving. It was like, you see the movie Gravity? Yeah. I was expecting 
wall-to-wall gravity in that. There wasn't. It, it was literally almost, zero gravity. It was honestly should have been called no gravity. It should be called no. And then they spoil the ending of the movie. Why? Because you know what comes in at the end? What? Gravity. Oh shit! They save gravity for the end. Right at the end, you see a little bit of gravity. Yeah. I don't it, like that. You wanted more gravity. <laughs> I wanted. Packed to the brim with gravity. You fucking love gravity, man. Oh, just the idea, the theory, the the, the theory of gravity. Right. It's what holds us down. That's right. It's one of the strongest forces in the universe. I feel like there must be a lot of movies you don't like because the title's just a bit misleading. 100%. Reservoir Dogs, I'm assuming you didn't like that. There was no reservoirs in that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very big on... uh, the, the, the keeping of hydro uh, power. Yeah. Right? Okay, you love science. <laughs> and dogs. No dogs. There was, I don't think a single dog in I that movie. I don't think one dog. Yeah. That's upsetting. I can see why you'd be upset. The Wolf of Wall Street? I mean, Wall Street very heavily focused on that movie. Cool, but... Where were the wolves? Where were the wolves? No wolves. No wolves. Even that movie, uh, uh, Truth About Cats and Dogs. Yeah. Where the fuck were the cats and dogs? I only heard lies about them. Although I did hear a rumor that Uma Thurman's character is played by a cat. Sadly, I have to go pick up my own son. Oh, you gotta go pick up your boy. I have to go pick up my boy. He's old. He's old, but he's still like, hey, Papa, come and get me. I have stupid feet, so I have to go and pick up my stupid boy. I get it. If there's one thing we can agree on in this podcast is that we hate young boys. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, acclaimed director Alejandro Jodorowsky. Oh, thank you for having me. I learned so much. If you could say, yeah. is there, if there's an improviser whose work people could check out in Toronto. Yes. Improviser slash comedic actor slash whatever else you want to call him. Is there anyone that you would say off the top of your hands and head and then maybe how they can find him on Twitter? Oh, yes. I would say, if you can... Follow, uh, his name is Bill Thanis. If you know <laughs> Bill... Not gay. Is there anyone else? Uh, there is this young man, oh, I know. Yeah. His name is, uh, his name, oh God, what's his name? Chris Wilson. Okay. If you know Chris <laughs> Wilson. Okay, but is there anyone else you might want to recommend? Yeah, there's this uh, other young up and coming, uh, he's, a, he's a bit of a ham. His name is Chris Locke. Okay. You know, I mean, okay. Chris Locke. Also, many Chris's. If you know this other guy, Chris Siddiqui, oh, do you know him? Oh, who's that? Oh, this man, <laughs> he's a very controversial figure. Oh. He is a very, uh, a very a vulgar man. Oh, I see. So, uh, you follow him on Twitter, you follow him on uh, Instagram. How would we find him on Twitter or Instagram? Does he have a handle? His handle is at uh, Siddiqui's. S-I-D-D-I-Q-S. Ah. And his Instagram is at the Sadiqs. Oh, easy. That's easy to do. Right? Mm. <laughs> I would, I would highly suggest Chris Wilson and Chris Locke over Chris Sadiqi. It's a Chris fiesta here. And um, please check out Alejandro Jodorowsky's new film coming soon, I hope, which of course is called... Jodorowsky's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Of course. <laughs> a documentary about how he almost or perhaps had no chance ever of supplanting Christopher Columbus, the director. That's right. And directing the first Harry Potter film. Oh. Which I wish we would have seen. I'm sure you would have really put Daniel Radcliffe through the ringer. I have a very good book if you want to see it. Take a quick look at this. Yep, that's a naked young Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, yes. And that's him being stabbed in the first five minutes and birds flying out of his chest. 
And then it appears that from that point on, we just follow the birds. That's it. That would have set up a cool franchise, I have to say. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> thank you very much, Mr. Yodorowsky. Uh, thank you on behalf of my absent, rude boy, Andy, uh, who will be punished in the next episode with malice. I'm going to shrink him down. I'm going to grow his dick. He's going to think I'm being nice, but it'll be too heavy. He's going to have to lug it around. Honey, I shrunk the kids, but I blew up their organs. Their genitals, that is. And they're fucked now. It's too big and they're in pain. What a great father this is. On behalf of Absentee Andy and, of course, Everardo Ramirez. And, of course, our producer, Stefan McLeod. Thank you, Stefan. Gracias. Okay, bye, everyone. Farewell. Goodbye. Thank you.